0: The Book of Helaman, an account of the Nephites, their wars and contentions, and their dissensions, and also the prophecies of many holy prophets before the coming of Christ, according to the records of Helaman, who was the son of Helaman, and also according to the records of his sons, even down to the coming of Christ. And also many of the Lamanites are converted, an account of their conversion an account of the righteousness of the Lamanites and the wickedness and abominations of the Nephites, according to the record of Helaman and his sons, even down to the coming of Christ, which is called the Book of Helaman, and so forth.
1: Chapter 1. Pahoran II becomes chief judge and is murdered by Kishkumen. pecumani fills the judgment seat. Coriantumr leads the Lamanite armies, takes Zarahemla, and slays pecumani Moroniha defeats the Lamanites and retakes Zarahemla, and Coriantumr is slain, about 52 through 50 B.C.
0: And now behold, it came to pass in the commencement of the fortieth year of the reign of the judges over the people of Nephi, there began to be a serious difficulty among the people of the Nephites. For behold, Pahoran had died and gone the way of all the earth. Therefore there began to be a serious contention concerning who should have the judgment seat among the brethren, who were the sons of Pahoran. Now these are their names who did contend for the judgment seat, who did also cause the people to contend, Pahoran, Payankai, and Pecumenai. Now these are not all the sons of Pahoran, for he had many, but these are they who did contend for the judgment seat. Therefore they did cause three divisions among the people. Nevertheless, it came to pass that Pahoran was appointed by the voice of the people to be chief judge and a governor over the people of Nephi. And it came to pass that Pecumani, when he saw that he could not obtain the judgment seat, he did unite with the voice of the people. But behold, Peankai and that part of the people that were desirous that he should be their governor, was exceedingly wroth. Therefore he was about to flatter away those people to rise up in rebellion against their brethren. And it came to pass as he was about to do this, behold he was taken and was tried according to the voice of the people, and condemned unto death. For he had raised up in rebellion and sought to destroy the liberty of the people. Now when those people who were desirous that he should be their governor saw that he was condemned unto death, therefore they were angry. And behold, they sent forth one Kishkumen, even to the judgment seat of Pahoran, and murdered Pahoran as he sat upon the judgment seat. And he was pursued by the servants of Pahoran, but behold, so speedy was the flight of Kishkumen, that no man could overtake him. And he went unto those that sent him, and they all entered into a covenant, yea, swearing by their everlasting maker, that they would tell no man that Kishkumen had murdered Pahoran. Therefore Kishkumen was not known among the people of Nephi, for he was in disguise at the time that he murdered Pahoran. And Kishkumen and his band who had covenanted with him, did mingle themselves among the people, in a manner that they all could not be found, but as many as were found were condemned unto death. And now behold Pecumeni was appointed, according to the voice of the people, to be a chief judge and a governor over the people to reign in the stead of his brother Pahoran, and it was according to his right. And all this was done in the fortieth year of the reign of the judges, and it had an end. And it came to pass in the fortieth and first year of the reign of the judges, that the Lamanites had gathered together an innumerable army of men, and armed them with swords, and with scimitars, and with bows, and with arrows, and with headplates, and with breastplates, and with all manner of shields of every kind, and they came down again that they might pitch battle against the Nephites, and they were led by a man whose name was Coriantumr, and he was a descendant of Zarahemla. and he was a dissenter from among the Nephites, and he was a large and a mighty man. Therefore, the king of the Lamanites, whose name was Tubaloth, who was the son of Amaron, supposing that Coriantumr being a mighty man, could stand against the Nephites with his strength, and also with his great wisdom, insomuch that by sending him forth he should gain power over the Nephites. Therefore he did stir them up to anger, and he did gather together his armies, and he did appoint Coriantumr to be their leader, and did cause that they should march down to the land of Zarahemla to battle against the Nephites. And it came to pass that because of so much contention and so much difficulty in the government, that they had not kept sufficient guards in the land of Zarahemla. for they had supposed that the Lamanites durst not come into the heart of their lands to attack that great city Zarahemla. But it came to pass that Coriantumr did march forth at the head of his numerous host, and came upon the inhabitants of the city, and their march was with such exceedingly great speed that there was no time for the Nephites to gather together their armies. Therefore Coriantumr did cut down the watch by the entrance of the city, and did march forth with his whole army into the city, and they did slay everyone who did oppose them, insomuch that they did take possession of the whole city. And it came to pass that Pecumenai, who was the chief judge, did flee before Coriantumr even to the walls of the city. And it came to pass that Coriantumr did smite him against the wall, insomuch that he died, and thus ended the days of Pecumenai. And now when Coriantumur saw that he was in possession of the city of Zarahemla, and saw that the Nephites had fled before them, and were slain and were taken and were cast into prison, and that he had obtained the possession of the strongest hold in all the land, his heart took courage, insomuch that he was about to go forth against all the land. And now he did not tarry in the land of Zarahemla, but he did march forth with a large army even towards the city of Bountiful. For it was his determination to go forth and cut his way through with the sword, that he might obtain the north parts of the land. And supposing that their greatest strength was in the center of the land, therefore he did march forth, giving them no time to assemble themselves together save it were in small bodies and in this manner they did fall upon them, and cut them down to the earth. But behold, this march of Coriantumr through the center of the land gave Moroniha great advantage over them, notwithstanding the greatness of the number of the Nephites who were slain. For behold, Moroniha had supposed that the Lamanites durst not come into the center of the land, but that they would attack the cities round about in the borders as they had hitherto done. Therefore Moroniha had caused that their strong armies should maintain those parts round about by the borders. But behold, the Lamanites were not frightened according to his desire, but they had come into the center of the land, and had taken the capital city which was the city of Zarahemla, and were marching through the most capital parts of the land, slaying the people with a great slaughter, both men, women and children, taking possession of many cities and of many strongholds. But when Moroniha had discovered this, he immediately sent forth Lehi with an army round about, to head them before they should come to the land bountiful. And thus he did, and he did head them before they came to the land bountiful, and gave unto them battle, insomuch that they began to retreat back towards the land of Zarahemla. And it came to pass that Moroniha did head them in their retreat, and did give unto them battle, insomuch that it became an exceedingly bloody battle. Yea, many were slain, and among the number who were slain, Coriantumr was also found. And now behold, the Lamanites could not retreat either way, neither on the north, nor on the south, nor on the east, nor on the west, for they were surrounded on every hand by the Nephites. And thus had Coriantumr plunged the Lamanites into the midst of the Nephites, insomuch that they were in the power of the Nephites, and he himself was slain, and the Lamanites did yield themselves into the hands of the Nephites. And it came to pass that Moroniha took possession of the city of Zarahemla again, and caused that the Lamanites who had been taken prisoners should depart out of the land in peace and thus ended the forty-and-first year of the reign of the Judges.
1: Chapter 2 Helaman, the son of Helaman, becomes chief judge. Gadianton leads the band of Kishkumen. Helaman's servant slays Kishkumen, and the Gadianton band flees into the wilderness. About fifty through forty-nine B.C.
0: And it came to pass in the forty-and-second year of the reign of the Judges, after Moroniha had established again peace between the Nephites and the Lamanites, behold, there was no one to fill the judgment seat. Therefore there began to be a contention again among the people concerning who should fill the judgment seat. And it came to pass that Helaman, who was the son of Helaman, was appointed to fill the judgment seat by the voice of the people. But behold, Kishkumen, who had murdered Pahoran, did lay wait to destroy Helaman also. And he was upheld by his band who had entered into a covenant that no one should know his wickedness. For there was one Gadianton, who was exceedingly expert in many words and also in his craft, to carry on the secret work of murder and of robbery. Therefore he became the leader of the band of Kishkumen. Therefore he did flatter them, and also Kishkumen, that if they would place him in the judgment seat, he would grant unto those who belonged to his band that they should be placed in power and authority among the people. Therefore Kishkumen sought to destroy Helaman. And it came to pass, as he went forth towards the judgment seat to destroy Helaman, behold one of the servants of Helaman, having been out by night, and having obtained through disguise a knowledge of those plans which had been laid by this band to destroy Helaman. And it came to pass that he met Kishkumen, and he gave unto him a sign. Therefore Kishkumen made known unto him the object of his desire, desiring that he would conduct him to the judgment seat that he might murder Helaman. And when the servant of Helaman had known all the heart of Kishkumen, and how that it was his object to murder, and also that it was the object of all those who belonged to his band to murder and to rob, and to gain power, and this was their secret plan and their combination, the servant of Helaman said unto Kishkumen, Let us go forth unto the judgment seat. Now this did please Kishkumen exceedingly, for he did suppose that he should accomplish his design. But behold, the servant of Helaman, as they were going forth unto the judgment seat, did stab Kishkumen even to the heart, that he fell dead without a groan. And he ran and told Helaman all the things which he had seen and heard and done. And it came to pass that Helaman did send forth to take this band of robbers and secret murderers, that they might be executed according to the law. But behold, when Gadianton had found that Kishkumen did not return, he feared lest that he should be destroyed, Therefore he caused that his band should follow him, and they took their flight out of the land by a secret way into the wilderness. And thus when Helaman sent forth to take them, they could nowhere be found. And more of this Gadianton shall be spoken hereafter. And thus ended the forty-and-second year of the reign of the judges over the people of Nephi. And behold, In the end of this book ye shall see that this Gadianton did prove the overthrow, yea, almost the entire destruction of the people of Nephi. Behold, I do not mean the end of the book of Helaman, but I mean the end of the book of Nephi from which I have taken all the account which I have written.
1: Chapter 3 Many Nephites migrate to the land northward. They build houses of cement and keep many records. Tens of thousands are converted and baptized. The Word of God leads men to salvation. Nephi, the son of Helaman, fills the judgment seat, about 49 through 39 B.C.
0: And now it came to pass in the forty and third year of the reign of the judges, there was no contention among the people of Nephi, save it were a little pride which was in the church, which did cause some little dissensions among the people which affairs were settled in the ending of the forty and third year. And there was no contention among the people in the forty and fourth year, neither was there much contention in the forty and fifth year. And it came to pass in the forty and sixth, yea, there was much contention and many dissensions, in the which there were an exceedingly great many who departed out of the land of Zarahemla, and went forth unto the land northward to inherit the land. And they did travel to an exceedingly great distance, insomuch that they came to large bodies of water and many rivers. Yea, and even they did spread forth into all parts of the land, into whatever parts it had not been rendered desolate and without timber, because of the many inhabitants who had before inherited the land. And now no part of the land was desolate, save it were for timber but because of the greatness of the destruction of the people who had before inhabited the land, it was called desolate. And there being but little timber upon the face of the land, nevertheless the people who went forth became exceedingly expert in the working of cement. Therefore they did build houses of cement, in the which they did dwell. And it came to pass that they did multiply and spread, and did go forth from the land southward to the land northward, and did spread insomuch that they began to cover the face of the whole earth, from the sea south to the sea north, from the sea west to the sea east. And the people who were in the land northward did dwell in tents, and in houses of cement, and they did suffer whatsoever tree should spring up upon the face of the land, that it should grow up, that in time they might have timber to build their houses, yea, their cities and their temples. And their synagogues, and their sanctuaries, and all manner of their buildings. And it came to pass, as timber was exceedingly scarce in the land northward, they did send forth much by the way of shipping. And thus they did enable the people in the land northward, that they might build many cities, both of wood and of cement. And it came to pass that there were many of the people of Ammon, who were Lamanites by birth, did also go forth into this land and now there are many records kept of the proceedings of this people, by many of this people, which are particular and very large concerning them. But behold a hundredth part of the proceedings of this people, yea the account of the Lamanites and of the Nephites, and their wars, and contentions, and dissensions, and their preaching, and their prophecies, and their shipping, and their building of ships, and their building of temples and of synagogues, and their sanctuaries, and their righteousness, and their wickedness, and their murders, and their robbings, and their plundering, and all manner of abominations and whoredoms, cannot be contained in this work. But behold, there are many books and many records of every kind, and they have been kept chiefly by the Nephites, and they have been handed down from one generation to another by the Nephites, even until they have fallen into transgression, and have been murdered, plundered, and hunted, and driven forth, and slain, and scattered upon the face of the earth, and mixed with the Lamanites until they are no more called the Nephites, becoming wicked, and wild, and ferocious, yea even becoming Lamanites. And now I return again to mine account. Therefore what I have spoken had passed after there had been great contentions, And disturbances and wars and dissensions among the people of Nephi. The forty and sixth year of the reign of the judges ended. And it came to pass that there was still great contention in the land, yea, even in the forty and seventh year, and also in the forty and eighth year. Nevertheless, Helaman did fill the judgment seat with justice and equity. Yea, he did observe to keep the statutes and the judgments and the commandments of God and he did do that which was right in the sight of God continually. And he did walk after the ways of his father, insomuch that he did prosper in the land. And it came to pass that he had two sons. He gave unto the eldest the name of Nephi, and unto the youngest the name of Lehi. And they began to grow up unto the Lord. And it came to pass that the wars and contentions began to cease in a small degree among the people of the Nephites, in the latter end of the forty-and-eighth year of the reign of the judges over the people of Nephi. And it came to pass in the forty-and-ninth year of the reign of the judges, there was continual peace established in the land. All save it were the secret combinations which Gadiant and the robber had established in the more settled parts of the land which at that time were not known unto those who were at the head of government. Therefore they were not destroyed out of the land. And it came to pass that in this same year there was exceedingly great prosperity in the church, insomuch that there were thousands who did join themselves unto the church and were baptized unto repentance. And so great was the prosperity of the church, and so many the blessings which were poured out upon the people, That even the high priests and the teachers were themselves astonished beyond measure. And it came to pass that the work of the Lord did prosper unto the baptizing and uniting to the church of God many souls, yea, even tens of thousands. Thus we may see that the Lord is merciful unto all who will, in the sincerity of their hearts, call upon his holy name. Yea, thus we see that the gate of heaven is open unto all. Even to those who will believe on the name of Jesus Christ, who is the Son of God. Yea, we see that whosoever will may lay hold upon the Word of God, which is quick and powerful, which shall divide asunder all the cunning and the snares and the wiles of the devil, and lead the man of Christ in a straight and narrow course across that everlasting gulf of misery which is prepared to engulf the wicked. And land their souls, yea, their immortal souls, at the right hand of God in the kingdom of heaven, to sit down with Abraham and Isaac and with Jacob, and with all our holy fathers, to go no more out. And in this year there was continual rejoicing in the land of Zarahemla, and in all the regions round about, even in all the land which was possessed by the Nephites. And it came to pass that there was peace and exceedingly great joy in the remainder of the forty-and-ninth year. Yea, and also there was continual peace and great joy in the fiftieth year of the reign of the judges. And in the fifty-and-first year of the reign of the judges there was peace also, save it were the pride which began to enter into the church, not into the church of God, but into the hearts of the people who professed to belong to the church of God. And they were lifted up in pride even to the persecution of many of their brethren. Now, this was a great evil, which did cause the more humble part of the people to suffer great persecutions, and to wade through much affliction. Nevertheless, they did fast and pray oft, and did wax stronger and stronger in their humility, and firmer and firmer in the faith of Christ, unto the filling their souls with joy and consolation. Yea, even to the purifying and the sanctification of their hearts, which sanctification cometh because of their yielding their hearts unto God. And it came to pass that the fifty and second year ended in peace also, save it were the exceedingly great pride which had gotten into the hearts of the people. And it was because of their exceedingly great riches and their prosperity in the land. And it did grow upon them from day to day. And it came to pass in the fifty and third year of the reign of the judges, Helaman died, and his eldest son Nephi began to reign in his stead. And it came to pass that he did fill the judgment seat with justice and equity, yea, he did keep the commandments of God, and did walk in the ways of his father.
1: Chapter 4 Nephite Dissenters and the Lamanites Join Forces and Take the Land of Zarahemla The Nephites' defeats come because of their wickedness. The church dwindles, and the people become weak, like the Lamanites. About 38 through 30 B.C.
0: And it came to pass in the fifty and fourth year there were many dissensions in the church, and there was also a contention among the people, insomuch that there was much bloodshed. And the rebellious part were slain and driven out of the land, and they did go unto the king of the Lamanites. And it came to pass that they did endeavor to stir up the Lamanites to war against the Nephites. But behold, the Lamanites were exceedingly afraid, insomuch that they would not hearken to the words of those dissenters. But it came to pass in the fifty and sixth year of the reign of the judges, there were dissenters who went up from the Nephites unto the Lamanites, and they succeeded with those others in stirring them up to anger against the Nephites. And they were all that year preparing for war. And in the fifty and seventh year they did come down against the Nephites to battle, and they did commence the work of death. Yea, insomuch that in the fifty and eighth year of the reign of the judges, they succeeded in obtaining possession of the land of Zarahemla, yea, and also all the lands, even unto the land which was near the land bountiful. And the Nephites and the armies of Moronihah, Were driven even into the land of Bountiful. And there they did fortify against the Lamanites, from the west sea even unto the east, it being a day's journey for a Nephite on the line which they had fortified, and stationed their armies to defend their north country. And thus those dissenters of the Nephites, with the help of a numerous army of the Lamanites, had obtained all the possession of the Nephites which was in the land southward. And all this was done in the 50 and eighth and ninth years of the reign of the judges. And it came to pass in the 60th year of the reign of the judges. Moroniha did succeed with his armies in obtaining many parts of the land. Yea, they regained many cities which had fallen into the hands of the Lamanites. And it came to pass in the 60 and first year of the reign of the judges. They succeeded in regaining even the half of all their possessions. Now this great loss of the Nephites and the great slaughter which was among them would not have happened had it not been for their wickedness and their abomination which was among them, yea, and it was among those also who professed to belong to the church of God. And it was because of the pride of their hearts, because of their exceeding riches, yea, it was because of their oppression to the poor, withholding their food from the hungry, withholding their clothing from the naked, and smiting their humble brethren upon the cheek, making a mock of that which was sacred, denying the spirit of prophecy and of revelation, murdering, plundering, lying, stealing, committing adultery, rising up in great contentions, and deserting away into the land of Nephi among the Lamanites. And because of this their great wickedness, and their boastings in their own strength, they were left in their own strength. Therefore they did not prosper, but were afflicted and smitten, and driven before the Lamanites, until they had lost possession of almost all their lands. But behold, Moroniha did preach many things unto the people because of their iniquity, and also Nephi and Lehi, who were the sons of Helaman, did preach many things unto the people, yea, and did prophesy many things unto them concerning their iniquities and what should come unto them if they did not repent of their sins? And it came to pass that they did repent, and inasmuch as they did repent, they did begin to prosper. For when Moronaiha saw that they did repent, he did venture to lead them forth from place to place, and from city to city, even until they had regained the one-half of their property, and the one-half of all their lands. And thus ended the sixty and first year of the reign of the judges. And it came to pass in the sixty and second year of the reign of the judges, that Moroniha could obtain no more possessions over the Lamanites. Therefore they did abandon their design to obtain the remainder of their lands. For so numerous were the Lamanites that it became impossible for the Nephites to obtain more power over them. Therefore Moroniha did employ all his armies in maintaining those parts which he had taken. And it came to pass, because of the greatness of the number of the Lamanites, the Nephites were in great fear, lest they should be overpowered, and trodden down, and slain, and destroyed. Yea, they began to remember the prophecies of Alma, and also the words of Mosiah, and they saw that they had been a stiff-necked people. And that they had set at naught the commandments of God, and that they had altered and trampled under their feet the laws of Mosiah, or that which the Lord commanded him to give unto the people. And they saw that their laws had become corrupted, and that they had become a wicked people, insomuch that they were wicked even like unto the Lamanites. And because of their iniquity the church had begun to dwindle, and they began to disbelieve in the spirit of prophecy and in the spirit of revelation, and the judgments of God did stare them in the face. And they saw that they had become weak, like unto their brethren the Lamanites, and that the Spirit of the Lord did no more preserve them. Yea, it had withdrawn from them, because the Spirit of the Lord doth not dwell in unholy temples. Therefore the Lord did cease to preserve them by his miraculous and matchless power, For they had fallen into a state of unbelief and awful wickedness. And they saw that the Lamanites were exceedingly more numerous than they, and except they should cleave unto the Lord their God, they must unavoidably perish. For behold, they saw that the strength of the Lamanites was as great as their strength, even man for man. And thus had they fallen into this great transgression. Yea, thus had they become weak, because of their transgression in the space of not many years.
1: Chapter 5 Nephi and Lehi devote themselves to preaching. Their names invite them to pattern their lives after their forebears. Christ redeems those who repent. Nephi and Lehi make many converts and are imprisoned, and fire encircles them. A cloud of darkness overshadows three hundred people. The earth shakes, and a voice commands men to repent. Nephi and Lehi converse with angels, and the multitude is encircled by fire. About 30 B.C.
0: And it came to pass that in this same year, behold, Nephi delivered up the judgment seat to a man whose name was Caesorum. For as their laws and their governments were established by the voice of the people, and they who chose evil were more numerous than they who chose good, therefore they were ripening for destruction, for the laws had become corrupted. Yea, and this was not all. They were a stiff-necked people, insomuch that they could not be governed by the law nor justice, save it were to their destruction. And it came to pass that Nephi had become weary because of their iniquity. And he yielded up the judgment seat, and took it upon him to preach the word of God all the remainder of his days and his brother Lehi also, all the remainder of his days. For they remembered the words which their father Helaman spake unto them, and these are the words which he spake, Behold, my sons, I desire that ye should remember to keep the commandments of God, and I would that ye should declare unto the people these words, Behold, I have given unto you the names of our first parents who came out of the land of Jerusalem. And this I have done, that when ye remember your names, ye may remember them. And when ye remember them, ye may remember their works. And when ye remember their works, ye may know how that it is said, and also written, that they were good. Therefore, my sons, I would that ye should do that which is good, that it may be said of you, and also written, even as it has been said and written of them. And now, my sons, behold, I have somewhat more to desire of you, which desire is, that ye may not do these things that ye may boast, but that ye may do these things to lay up for yourselves a treasure in heaven, yea, which is eternal, and which fadeth not away. Yea, that ye may have that precious gift of eternal life, which we have reason to suppose hath been given to our fathers. O remember, remember, my sons, the words which King Benjamin spake unto his people, yea, remember that there is no other way nor means whereby man can be saved, only through the atoning blood of Jesus Christ, who shall come, yea, remember that he cometh to redeem the world. And remember also the words which Amulek spake unto Zeezrom in the city of Ammonihah, for he said unto him that the Lord surely should come to redeem his people, But that he should not come to redeem them in their sins, but to redeem them from their sins. And he hath power given unto him from the Father to redeem them from their sins, because of repentance. Therefore he hath sent his angels to declare the tidings of the conditions of repentance, which bringeth unto the power of the Redeemer unto the salvation of their souls. And now, my sons, remember, remember. That it is upon the rock of our Redeemer, who is Christ, the Son of God, that ye must build your foundation. That when the devil shall send forth his mighty winds, yea, his shafts in the whirlwind, yea, when all his hail and his mighty storm shall beat upon you, it shall have no power over you to drag you down to the gulf of misery and endless woe, because of the rock upon which ye are built, which is a sure foundation a foundation whereon if men build, they cannot fall. And it came to pass that these were the words which Helaman taught to his sons. Yea, he did teach them many things which are not written, and also many things which are written. And they did remember his words, and therefore they went forth, keeping the commandments of God, to teach the word of God among all the people of Nephi, beginning at the city bountiful and from thenceforth to the city of Gid, and from the city of Gid to the city of Mulek, and even from one city to another, until they had gone forth among all the people of Nephi who were in the land southward, and from thence into the land of Zarahemla among the Lamanites. And it came to pass that they did preach with great power, insomuch that they did confound many of those dissenters who had gone over from the Nephites, insomuch that they came forth and did confess their sins, and were baptized unto repentance, and immediately returned to the Nephites to endeavor to repair unto them the wrongs which they had done. And it came to pass that Nephi and Lehi did preach unto the Lamanites with such great power and authority, for they had power and authority given unto them that they might speak, and they also had what they should speak given unto them. Therefore they did speak unto the great astonishment of the Lamanites, to the convincing them, insomuch that there were eight thousand of the Lamanites, who were in the land of Zarahemla and round about, baptized unto repentance, and were convinced of the wickedness of the traditions of their fathers. And it came to pass that Nephi and Lehi did proceed from thence to go to the land of Nephi. And it came to pass that they were taken by an army of the Lamanites and cast into prison. Yea, even in that same prison in which Ammon and his brethren were cast by the servants of Limhi. And after they had been cast into prison many days without food, behold, they went forth into the prison to take them that they might slay them. And it came to pass that Nephi and Lehi were encircled about as if by fire, Even insomuch that they durst not lay their hands upon them for fear lest they should be burned. Nevertheless, Nephi and Lehi were not burned, and they were as standing in the midst of fire, and were not burned. And when they saw that they were encircled about with a pillar of fire, and that it burned them not, their hearts did take courage. For they saw that the Lamanites durst not lay their hands upon them, neither durst they come near unto them, but stood as if they were struck dumb with amazement. And it came to pass that Nephi and Lehi did stand forth, and began to speak unto them, saying, Fear not, for behold, it is God that has shown unto you this marvelous thing, in the which is shown unto you that ye cannot lay your hands on us to slay us. And behold, when they had said these words the earth shook exceedingly. And the walls of the prison did shake as if they were about to tumble to the earth. But behold, they did not fall. And behold, they that were in the prison were Lamanites and Nephites who were dissenters. And it came to pass that they were overshadowed with a cloud of darkness, and an awful solemn fear came upon them. And it came to pass that there came a voice as if it were above the cloud of darkness saying, Repent ye. Repent ye, and seek no more to destroy my servants whom I have sent unto you to declare good tidings. And it came to pass when they heard this voice, and beheld that it was not a voice of thunder, neither was it a voice of a great tumultuous noise, but behold it was a still voice of perfect mildness, as if it had been a whisper, and it did pierce even to the very soul. And notwithstanding the mildness of the voice, behold, the earth shook exceedingly, and the walls of the prison trembled again, as if it were about to tumble to the earth. And behold, the cloud of darkness, which had overshadowed them, did not disperse. And behold, the voice came again, saying, Repent ye, repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand, and seek no more to destroy my servants. And it came to pass that the earth shook again, and the walls trembled, and also again the third time the voice came, and did speak unto them marvellous words, which cannot be uttered by man. And the walls did tremble again, and the earth shook as if it were about to divide asunder. And it came to pass that the Lamanites could not flee because of the cloud of darkness which did overshadow them. Yea, and also they were immovable because of the fear which did come upon them. Now there was one among them who was a Nephite by birth, who had once belonged to the church of God, but had dissented from them. And it came to pass that he turned him about, and behold, he saw through the cloud of darkness the faces of Nephi and Lehi. And behold, they did shine exceedingly, even as the faces of angels. And he beheld that they did lift their eyes to heaven. And they were in the attitude as if talking or lifting their voices to some being whom they beheld. And it came to pass that this man did cry unto the multitude, that they might turn and look. And behold, there was power given unto them that they did turn and look. And they did behold the faces of Nephi and Lehi. And they said unto the man, Behold, what do all these things mean? And who is it with whom these men do converse? Now the man's name was Aminadab, and Aminadab said unto them, "They do converse with the angels of God. And it came to pass that the Lamanites said unto him, "What shall we do that this cloud of darkness may be removed from overshadowing us? And Aminadab said unto them, "You must repent and cry unto the voice, even until ye shall have faith in Christ." Who was taught unto you by Alma and Amulek and Zeezrom. And when ye shall do this, the cloud of darkness shall be removed from overshadowing you. And it came to pass that they all did begin to cry unto the voice of him who had shaken the earth. Yea, they did cry even until the cloud of darkness was dispersed. And it came to pass that when they cast their eyes about, and saw that the cloud of darkness was dispersed from overshadowing them, Behold, they saw that they were encircled about, yea, every soul by a pillar of fire. And Nephi and Lehi were in the midst of them. Yea, they were encircled about. Yea, they were as if in the midst of a flaming fire. Yet it did harm them not, neither did it take hold upon the walls of the prison. And they were filled with that joy which is unspeakable and full of glory. And behold, The Holy Spirit of God did come down from heaven, and did enter into their hearts, and they were filled as if with fire, and they could speak forth marvelous words. And it came to pass that there came a voice unto them, yea, a pleasant voice, as if it were a whisper, saying, Peace, peace be unto you, because of your faith in my well beloved, who was from the foundation of the world. And now when they heard this, they cast up their eyes as if to behold from whence the voice came, and behold they saw the heavens open, and angels came down out of heaven and ministered unto them. And there were about three hundred souls who saw and heard these things, and they were bidden to go forth and marvel not, neither should they doubt. And it came to pass that they did go forth, and did minister unto the people declaring throughout all the regions round about all the things which they had heard and seen, insomuch that the more part of the Lamanites were convinced of them, because of the greatness of the evidences which they had received. And as many as were convinced did lay down their weapons of war, and also their hatred, and the tradition of their fathers. And it came to pass that they did yield up unto the Nephites the lands of their possession.
1: Chapter six The Righteous Lamanites Preach to the Wicked Nephites Both peoples prosper during an era of peace and plenty. Lucifer, the author of Sin, stirs up the hearts of the wicked and the Gadianton robbers in murder and wickedness. The robbers take over the Nephite government. About twenty nine through twenty three BC
0: And it came to pass that when the sixty and second year of the reign of the judges had ended, all these things had happened, and the Lamanites had become the more part of them a righteous people, insomuch that their righteousness did exceed that of the Nephites, because of their firmness and their steadiness in the faith. For behold, there were many of the Nephites who had become hardened, and impenitent, and grossly wicked, insomuch that they did reject the word of God, and all the preaching and prophesying which did come among them. Nevertheless the people of the church did have great joy because of the conversion of the Lamanites, yea, because of the church of God, which had been established among them. And they did fellowship one with another, and did rejoice one with another, and did have great joy. And it came to pass that many of the Lamanites did come down into the land of Zarahemla, and did declare unto the people of the Nephites the manner of their conversion, And did exhort them to faith and repentance. Yea, and many did preach with exceedingly great power and authority, unto the bringing down many of them into the depths of humility, to be the humble followers of God and the Lamb. And it came to pass that many of the Lamanites did go into the land northward, and also Nephi and Lehi went into the land northward, to preach unto the people. And thus ended the sixty and third year. And behold, there was peace in all the land, insomuch that the Nephites did go into whatsoever part of the land they would, whether among the Nephites or the Lamanites. And it came to pass that the Lamanites did also go whithersoever they would, whether it were among the Lamanites or among the Nephites. And thus they did have free intercourse one with another, to buy and to sell and to get gain, according to their desire. And it came to pass that they became exceedingly rich, both the Lamanites and the Nephites. And they did have an exceeding plenty of gold and of silver, and of all manner of precious metals, both in the land south and in the land north. Now the land south was called Lehi, and the land north was called Mulek, which was after the son of Zedekiah. For the Lord did bring Mulek into the land north. And Lehi into the land south. And behold, there was all manner of gold in both these lands, and of silver, and of precious ore of every kind. And there were also curious workmen, who did work all kinds of ore, and did refine it, and thus they did become rich. They did raise grain in abundance, both in the north and in the south. And they did flourish exceedingly, both in the north and in the south. And they did multiply and wax exceedingly strong in the land. And they did raise many flocks and herds, yea, many fatlings. Behold, their women did toil and spin, and did make all manner of cloth, of fine twined linen, and cloth of every kind, to clothe their nakedness. And thus the sixty and fourth year did pass away in peace. And in the sixty and fifth year they did also have great joy and peace. Yea, much preaching and many prophecies concerning that which was to come. And thus passed away the sixty and fifth year. And it came to pass that in the sixty and sixth year of the reign of the judges, behold, Caesarum was murdered by an unknown hand as he sat upon the judgment seat. And it came to pass that in the same year, that his son who had been appointed by the people in his stead, was also murdered and thus ended the sixty and sixth year. And in the commencement of the sixty and seventh year, the people began to grow exceedingly wicked again. For behold, the Lord had blessed them so long with the riches of the world, that they had not been stirred up to anger, to wars, nor to bloodshed. Therefore they began to set their hearts upon their riches. Yea, they began to seek to get gain, that they might be lifted up one above another. Therefore they began to commit secret murders, and to rob and to plunder, that they might get gain. And now behold, those murderers and plunderers were a band who had been formed by Kishkuman and Gadianton. And now it had come to pass that there were many even among the Nephites of Gadianton's band. But behold, they were more numerous among the more wicked part of the Lamanites and they were called Gadianton's robbers and murderers. And it was they who did murder the chief judge Caesarum and his son while in the judgment seat, and behold they were not found. And now it came to pass that when the Lamanites found that there were robbers among them, they were exceedingly sorrowful, and they did use every means in their power to destroy them off the face of the earth. But behold, Satan did stir up the hearts of the more part of the Nephites, insomuch that they did unite with those bands of robbers, and did enter into their covenants and their oaths, that they would protect and preserve one another in whatsoever difficult circumstances they should be placed, that they should not suffer for their murders and their plunderings and their stealings. And it came to pass that they did have their signs yea, their secret signs and their secret words, and this that they might distinguish a brother who had entered into the covenant, that whatsoever wickedness his brother should do, he should not be injured by his brother, nor by those who did belong to his band, who had taken this covenant. And thus they might murder and plunder and steal, and commit whoredoms, and all manner of wickedness, contrary to the laws of their country, And also the laws of their God. And whosoever of those who belonged to their band should reveal unto the world of their wickedness and their abominations should be tried, not according to the laws of their country, but according to the laws of their wickedness, which had been given by Gadianton and Kishkumen. Now behold, it is these secret oaths and covenants which Alma commanded his son should not go forth unto the world lest they should be a means of bringing down the people unto destruction. Now behold, those secret oaths and covenants did not come forth unto Gadianton from the records which were delivered unto Helaman. But behold, they were put into the heart of Gadianton, by that same being who did entice our first parents, to partake of the forbidden fruit. Yea, that same being who did plot with Cain, that if he would murder his brother Abel, It should not be known unto the world. And he did plot with Cain and his followers from that time forth. And also it is that same being who put it into the hearts of the people to build a tower sufficiently high that they might get to heaven. And it was that same being who led on the people who came from that tower into this land, who spread the works of darkness and abominations over all the face of the land until he dragged the people down to an entire destruction, and to an everlasting hell. Yea, it is that same being who put it into the heart of Gadianton to still carry on the work of darkness, and of secret murder. And he has brought it forth from the beginning of man, even down to this time. And behold, it is he who is the author of all sin. And behold, he doth carry on his works of darkness and secret murder, and doth hand down their plots and their oaths and their covenants, and their plans of awful wickedness, from generation to generation, according as he can get hold upon the hearts of the children of men. And now behold, he had got great hold upon the hearts of the Nephites, yea, insomuch that they had become exceedingly wicked, yea, the more part of them had turned out of the way of righteousness and did trample under their feet the commandments of God, and did turn unto their own ways, and did build up unto themselves idols of their gold and their silver. And it came to pass that all these iniquities did come unto them in the space of not many years, insomuch that a more part of it had come unto them in the sixty and seventh year of the reign of the judges over the people of Nephi. And they did grow in their iniquities in the sixty and eighth year also, to the great sorrow and lamentation of the righteous. And thus we see that the Nephites did begin to dwindle in unbelief and grow in wickedness and abominations, while the Lamanites began to grow exceedingly in the knowledge of their God. Yea, they did begin to keep his statutes and commandments, and to walk in truth and uprightness before him. And thus we see that the Spirit of the Lord began to withdraw from the Nephites, because of the wickedness and the hardness of their hearts. And thus we see that the Lord began to pour out His Spirit upon the Lamanites, because of their easiness and willingness to believe in His words. And it came to pass that the Lamanites did hunt the band of robbers of Gadianton, and they did preach the word of God among the more wicked part of them, insomuch that this band of robbers was utterly destroyed from among the Lamanites. And it came to pass, on the other hand, that the Nephites did build them up and support them, beginning at the more wicked part of them, until they had overspread all the land of the Nephites, and had seduced the more part of the righteous, until they had come down to believe in their works, and partake of their spoils, and to join with them in their secret murders and combinations. And thus they did obtain the sole management of the government, insomuch that they did trample under their feet, and smite and rend and turn their backs upon the poor and the meek, and the humble followers of God. And thus we see that they were in an awful state, and ripening for an everlasting destruction. And it came to pass that thus ended the sixty-and-eighth year of the reign of the judges over the people of Nephi. The Prophecy of Nephi the Son of Helaman God threatens the people of Nephi that he will visit them in his anger to their utter destruction except they repent of their wickedness. God smiteth the people of Nephi with pestilence. They repent and turn unto him. Samuel, a Lamanite, prophesies unto the Nephites. Comprising
1: chapter 7 through 16 Chapter seven Nephi is rejected in the north and returns to Zarahemla. He prays upon his garden tower, and then calls upon the people to repent or perish about twenty three through twenty one BC
0: Behold now it came to pass in the sixty and ninth year of the reign of the judges over the people of the Nephites, that Nephi the son of Helaman, returned to the land of Zarahemla from the land northward. For he had been forth among the people who were in the land northward, and did preach the word of God unto them, and did prophesy many things unto them. And they did reject all his words, insomuch that he could not stay among them, but returned again unto the land of his nativity. And seeing the people in a state of such awful wickedness, and those Gadianton robbers filling the judgment-seats having usurped the power and authority of the land, laying aside the commandments of God, and not in the least aright before Him, doing no justice unto the children of men, condemning the righteous because of their righteousness, letting the guilty and the wicked go unpunished because of their money, and moreover to be held in office at the head of government, to rule and do according to their wills, that they might get gain and glory of the world and moreover, that they might the more easily commit adultery, and steal, and kill, and do according to their own wills. Now this great iniquity had come upon the Nephites in the space of not many years. And when Nephi saw it, his heart was swollen with sorrow within his breast, and he did exclaim in the agony of his soul, Oh, that I could have had my days in the days when my father Nephi first came out of the land of Jerusalem, that I could have joyed with him in the promised land. Then were his people easy to be entreated, firm to keep the commandments of God, and slow to be led to do iniquity, and they were quick to hearken unto the words of the Lord. Yea, if my days could have been in those days, then would my soul have had joy in the righteousness of my brethren but behold I am consigned that these are my days, and that my soul shall be filled with sorrow because of this the wickedness of my brethren. And behold, now it came to pass that it was upon a tower which was in the garden of Nephi, which was by the highway which led to the chief market which was in the city of Zarahemla. Therefore Nephi had bowed himself upon the tower which was in his garden, which tower was also near unto the garden gate by which led the highway. And it came to pass that there were certain men passing by, and saw Nephi as he was pouring out his soul unto God upon the tower. And they ran and told the people what they had seen. And the people came together in multitudes, that they might know the cause of so great mourning for the wickedness of the people. And now when Nephi arose, he beheld the multitudes of people who had gathered together. And it came to pass that he opened his mouth and said unto them, Behold, why have ye gathered yourselves together, that I may tell you of your iniquities? Yea, because I have got upon my tower that I might pour out my soul unto my God, because of the exceeding sorrow of my heart, which is because of your iniquities. And because of my mourning and lamentation, ye have gathered yourselves together and do marvel. Yea, and ye have great need to marvel. Yea, ye ought to marvel, because ye are given away that the devil has got so great hold upon your hearts. Yea, how could you have given way to the enticing of him who is seeking to hurl away your souls down to everlasting misery and endless woe? O repent ye, repent ye, why will ye die? Turn ye, turn ye unto the Lord your God. Why has he forsaken you? It is because you have hardened your hearts. Yea, ye will not hearken unto the voice of the Good Shepherd. Yea, ye have provoked him to anger against you. And behold, instead of gathering you, except ye will repent, behold, he shall scatter you forth, that ye shall become meat for dogs and wild beasts. Oh, how could you have forgotten your God in the very day that he has delivered you? But behold, it is to get gain, to be praised of men, yea, and that ye might get gold and silver. And ye have set your hearts upon the riches and the vain things of this world, for the which ye do murder and plunder and steal and bear false witness against your neighbor and do all manner of iniquity. And for this cause woe shall come unto you, except ye shall repent. For if ye will not repent, behold, this great city, and also all those great cities which are round about, which are in the land of our possession, shall be taken away, that ye shall have no place in them. For behold, the Lord will not grant unto you strength, as he has hitherto done to withstand against your enemies. For behold, thus saith the Lord, I will not show unto the wicked of my strength, to one more than the other save it be unto those who repent of their sins, and hearken unto my words. Now therefore, I would that ye should behold my brethren, that it shall be better for the Lamanites than for you, except ye shall repent. For behold, they are more righteous than you, for they have not sinned against that great knowledge which ye have received. Therefore the Lord will be merciful unto them, yea, he will lengthen out their days, and increase their seed, even when thou shalt be utterly destroyed, except thou shalt repent. Yea, woe be unto you because of that great abomination which has come among you, and ye have united yourselves unto it, yea, to that secret band which was established by Gadianton. Yea, woe shall come unto you because of that pride which ye have suffered to enter your hearts. Which has lifted you up beyond that which is good, because of your exceedingly great riches. Yea, woe be unto you because of your wickedness and abominations. And except ye repent, ye shall perish. Yea, even your lands shall be taken from you, and ye shall be destroyed from off the face of the earth. Behold now, I do not say that these things shall be of myself, because it is not of myself that I know these things. But behold, I know that these things are true, because the Lord God has made them known unto me. Therefore I testify that they shall be.